0: Hey, what's up everyone? This is Jason Tucker and this is WP Water Cooler, episode number 261. Today's topic is myths and misperceptions in WordPress. Let's go around this very small room real quick and get everyone introduced. Feel free to tell us, uh, I don't know, tell us about like the, the first six months of your of your life or or I don't know, like you got some time. Feel free to, <laughs> feel free to, feel free to fill it in.
1: It all began when? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't wanna go there. My mom and my dad met. No, I don't <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself, Brian. Sure, I'm Brian Hogg. Um, I've got a couple uh, free and pro plugins, a couple of video courses, and yeah, I, I try to debunk myths in WordPress every day. So there you go.
0: Awesome, man. <laughs> well, good to have you on. How about you, Jason cosper Tell us a bit about yourself.
2: Hey, I'm Jason cosper I am the c- senior performance engineer over at Liquid Web, and I was born a small black child.
0: <gasps> huh. <laughs> I love that the audience in, but behind you started laughing. That was awesome. (laughs) I don't know how you guys that happened, but that was sweet. (laughs) Sarah, how about you?
3: Tell us something about yourself. How many people are going to get that reference though? Uh... (laughs) Uh, So, hi, I'm Sarah. Um, I am a product manager. Also sometimes a project manager. Also sometimes a WordPress web developer type person. I wear many hats, um, mainly because I taught myself how to code. And sometimes you do a lot of stuff. Um, So hi. And I started a new job on Monday. So this might be my last water cooler for a while.
1: Oh, shoot. Oh, boy.
0: Oh, boy. We got some big shoes to fill here. Still WordPress
1: or
3: (laughs) Uh, No. No, no, WordPress is gonna be my, you know, my thing that I'm still interested in. And, uh, you know, still doing WordCamp Orange County. We nice. started having our, our meetings about that, which I'm very excited about. We're gonna have yet another fantastic year, just getting bigger and better. <laughs> and still still leading the, Word, uh, the Orange County WordPress design meetup. First Monday of every month. Sweet.
0: Thanks for being on with us, Sarah. I'm Jason Tucker. You can find me over at Jason Tucker on Twitter. My website is jasontucker.blog, blog, and you can find all the fun stuff that I'm posting over there. So let's talk a, bit, a little bit about myths and misperceptions in WordPress. I mean, there there has to be a ton of them. You have people that uh, watch YouTube videos. They see all the pre rolls of the Wixes and the Squarespaces and all the other things that are going on out there, and they're thinking. Why would I want to install my own thing? Why would I want to build my own car? You can just go to the store and buy a car. Why would I? Why would I go through all of this stuff? And, and that's definitely one of those like myths type things here, where you know the, the five minute install and there's all these different ways that we've kind of made sure that WordPress sounds like it's super easy to install and get things going. Um, obviously, that's that that can be the case, but um, there's also um, some stuff that you got to deal with down the road as well. So. Yeah. wants to kind of kick us off a little bit and uh, talk a little bit about that?
3: Jen? Well, I have a little bit of a story. Ooh. Please do. If we could maybe start there. Yeah. So um, I was at one point helping somebody with a bunch of WordPress websites. Um, that's actually how I learned how to do the WordPress was we didn't have anybody at the office that could make websites. And I was like, well, I kind of learned PHP in school. Uh, and there's this meetup that I could go to in Orange County So why don't, how about I try to learn what this thing is and we'll see what happens. And uh, so we go there, learn how to do it and everything's going fine for a while. Everybody's websites are in WordPress and then later somebody tells the boss that the Squarespace thing is really cool and really easy to use. And here's this other like band website, this guy, like this is all Squarespace and it's a fantastic website. So I'm like, okay. Totally, I can do a Squarespace website, like we'll set it all up. Um, So they're doing the final review of everything and they're like, well, why doesn't it look like this other website? Because that website's completely custom. (laughs) Uh, Well, but it's Squarespace, right? Yeah. Why can't we use this module? Because it's completely custom. (laughs)
2: Like
3: it's not available to me. I mean, I could learn JavaScript maybe and try to make you one but it might take a minute um so i think that sort of encapsulates a, a lot of people's misconceptions about wordpress is you know just because something is wordpress or squarespace or something else like that doesn't mean that your results are going to look exactly like this
0: definitely you know, you can't just pour some tussin on it and make it all better <laughs> <laughs> requires a little bit more, requires a little bit more effort to to kind of make those things happen. So, so yeah. what, what, what ended up in that? I mean, how, how do you, how do you, I know you explained to them, Hey, you know, you can't do this, but in the long run, was it, you know, that they finally realized, Oh, we really need to come up with a, a more custom thing to be able to make this happen or, or, or what?
3: Yeah. I mean, we may do, I found something that was kind of similar. Let me just use that. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, that, that seems to be like an expectation that, that people have going in.
1: Well, there's a good to riff off expectation. The fact that it's free means yes. that everything around it should be free yeah. <laughs> or, or very low cost. Um, I think that's starting to, to go away. I think people are starting to realize that there's some effort and some work involved in setting up, you know, essentially a customized WordPress install, but, Yeah, that's still kind of the common thing. And I think almost people, like I've gotten probably four or five different leads this week, like I'm not really doing consulting anymore, but it's like, oh, there's a site, it's half finished, you know, like someone designed it and then started building it and then stopped. You know, so it should just, you know, 500 bucks, you should be able to finish it, right? I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. (laughs) There's uh, who knows what customizations they made. Who knows what plugins they're using. Who knows what they did, right? So Yeah. (laughs)
3: Yeah, like they might have left the website at like 80% of the way there, but that last 20% could take you six months.
1: Yep. So, yeah. So literally, yeah, like four or five in last week (laughs) of that level. So I don't know if that's uh, any kind of indication that people jump and ship or realizing that You know, it's, uh, uh, but I think that's in any industry that there's a lot of, a lot of people who are looking for everything for nothing or not for much, but WordPress seems to be pretty prevalent just because it's open source and free for the base thing. So, so
2: to dovetail into that, um, you know, people expect to pay as little as possible um, in a lot of cases to uh, work with WordPress. Uh, You find a lot of like low end uh, cheap hosting accounts and then. Uh, another common misconception is that WordPress doesn't scale That um, oh, I throw a little bit of traffic at it and it just falls over no. sure it falls over on your dollar ninety-nine a month <laughs> With um, your fifty five hundred plugins. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly and and even the uh, And we, we can we can get to that in a second, but just just the fact that like you if you throw a lot of traffic at something that is very uh inexpensively hosted uh not um using any sort of caching plugins uh people will just kind of uh install and go and you know throw some plugins uh into place uh fortunately some hosts are starting to realize that they need to put some sort of caching into place um but just the the fact uh still remains that there are a lot of kind of cheap and inexpensive lower end hosts that this is a lot of people's first taste into how they host WordPress. And, you know, that it just doesn't scale. And, and that's uh, totally untrue. I mean, you have uh, sites that, um, you know, like uh, large e commerce sites, large media sites that run off of WordPress, like day in and day out, it's just a matter of being able to throw the resources needed. Uh, at WordPress. And you can actually um, in that WordPress speed up group that I mentioned in last week's podcast, um, there are tons of people in there who really like to show off like here, I took this $5 digital ocean server, look how much traffic I can throw at it. <laughs> like, there is a way but you're just going to have to get elbows deep in a bunch of it's code like, <laughs> <it's
3: like laughs> couponing, but for server traffic. Yeah, basically. <laughs>
1: Uh, Well, I definitely appreciate the likes of Liquid Web saving me from my terrible code. So it's good. (laughs) It's like, oh, the code is inefficient. That's fine. Just pay more for hosting. It's okay. (laughs) Oh, that's my code. You want me to make it better? Uh... (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, can't help you. Yeah, you you, you definitely the
0: the idea of having um, good caching set up and also being able to make sure that your code is going to allow for that caching to happen, so it's not constantly breaking the cache. That's probably something else. And you know, when you have somebody who who writes can write a plugin, you know, anyone can write a plugin, but can they write a good plugin? And if they don't write a good plugin that will take care of the things that it needs to take care of, you're heavily leaning on caching in hopes that it doesn't just destroy the you know the the my SQL server because it's just constantly checking for stuff and it's not using transients, not using any of those things. It's just you so know, it's just many buzzwords.
2: And unfortunately, <laughs> exactly. fortunately, we have the uh, the Tide project that uh, XWP has released. Wait, and, this isn't uh, like
1: the Tide like eating thing. That's no, no, no. Oh, sweeping not, that. That.
2: <laughs> not eating Tide pods, but uh, Tide. Uh, it is uh, XWP. Uh, they're working on making it a uh, part of core where you can actually see the quality. Of the uh, plugin you're about to install, darn it, from the install (laughs) screen. So not good. (laughs) uh, It runs. (laughs) It runs some checks against um, the WordPress coding standards and a few other things, uh, and kind of like gives like an overall code health. And uh, I believe developers will be able to get reports on things that they can fix, stuff like that. Um, That looks really cool, and hopefully, it'll be able to like. A rising tide raises all ships. Hopefully, that'll rise the tide considerably.
3: Yeah, and and that that kind of reminds me of something that I feel like I might have talked about on the show a few times before. But uh, you know, the the more widely used piece of technology becomes, the less sophisticated the average user is. Um, it's like you know, at the very beginning of something, you have your early adopters who are usually much more technically savvy. You know, they're used to doing a little bit more to, you know, they're, they're, it's part of the culture to be like, okay, I've got to configure this, this, and this, and then I can get the results I want. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I, I mean, how old is WordPress at this point? I mean, it was, that 14, that year party was five years ago almost, right?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. So, yeah, wor- WordPress is, is a, a very mature product at this point.
1: And even just in general right like people think we, we most people have grown up with youtube being a thing or so many people have grown up with that being a thing and then they think oh just because it's easy to use and i use it every day whatever it's not hard for me to do my own youtube or you oh, know whatever no. it's just a good example where people think that so because something's easy to use that it's easy to to replicate on your own thing so <laughs> well, <laughs> like back like, to you your know, Squarespace yeah. point of customization right yeah, <laughs> like they, just because yeah. they see it doesn't mean i could just
3: on a very basic level, you can get it spun up real quick.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: You know, I mean, I got a website for my pro wrestling podcast up in fifteen minutes. I think it may have taken longer for DNS to propagate than it took me to get that website.
1: <laughs> well, this is you. Wow, that's quick.
3: <laughs> uh, I mean, I, mean I, I God, I used 2017. Like, I'm not, yeah. I'm not crazy. <laughs> okay,
1: good. You <laughs> uh, feel bad here. Yeah. I
3: don't know. Uh, but you know, it's just one of those things where. We have to, you know, be thinking about like, okay, the average person coming to, to coming to WordPress at this point has maybe half of the technological knowledge that we may have been used to having in this conversation before.
1: But even just something basic, um, like one person in our meetup was like, okay, I've got a, it's WordPress.com, so that's fine. Uh, but still, similar process, and it's like okay. I want to have a link to my blog in the menu, and you think, okay. Uh, all right. So we got to <laughs> first step. We got to go create a page. We don't put anything on that page. We just call it blog and now we've got to go to either customizer or somewhere else and mark that page as this magic page that shows your blog. <laughs> now we got to go somewhere else <laughs> and then we've got to add it to the menu and poof. Now you've got to listing to your blog posts. I'm like, there was no way a non technical person is just going to stumble upon this like three, four step process on how to do it. So going back to Ray, right, the beginning where that there is still, I think that that conception that our perception that uh, WordPress is easy uh, to use and spin up, you know, like, but if you've never used it before, like there is a lot <laughs> you need to to learn just to spin up a basic site and especially if you start something like local like oh cool i can do local by flywheel or or MAMP or whatever and there's my site all right i want to put this live wait wait a minute <laughs> you've got to transfer just, the data you don't, you don't just like collect the files and then
0: no, drag them to no, the other folder no know? not anymore
1: <laughs> you gotta use front page for that That's what you
0: it's got. like a database and stuff geez <laughs> Yeah, I, just to think the legions of, of, uh, of cat blogs that are out there that have a blog button on their site that doesn't actually go anywhere. You know, it's, yeah, I mean, there's these little tricks that happen um, that you have to do in WordPress to be able to pull off the very basic things. And unless you're telling, you know, the, if, the, if the user is being instructed, like with some type of wizard that pops up at the beginning saying, oh, is this a blog or is this a website? Like, what do you want to do here? Do you want this to do this or do you want it to do that? Yeah.
3: Like one of the things that I would really love to see is when you download a theme from ThemeForest or anything else like that, like some sort of you know nameless, you know ecosystem where there are WordPress themes available.
1: <laughs> you already named um, it. It's too late.
3: <laughs> I didn't, I didn't
1: cannot um, be unnamed.
3: Yeah, I, I don't know what you mean. Um, but, but when you install the theme the demo content automatically goes in to actually make the design look like like it did in that shiny website that you're like, yes, that's the thing I want. Yep. Because that extra step of installing the importer and then importing the thing and then maybe the thing didn't quite work so you have to rerun it and then suddenly you've got duplicate content and you don't know what to do.
2: Yep. <laughs> Especially fuck. if you're trying to use that theme on an existing website and then the <laughs> imported stuff managed to like, paste over a bunch of your content. Or emails time. everyone on your jetpack
1: list. The demo content,
2: <laughs> <laughs> which,
1: which has happened a few times to people I've been on. I'm like, so I know what happened here, but just so you know, I got 10 emails and so did everyone else <laughs> on your list. But I, I did get to see what your H1, H2 and H3 looks like now. I mean, yeah, that's, that's it, great. Looks great. <laughs> <laughs> well,
3: that's also, that's also why you don't do live updates. Yep, on your on your yep. server right yep. that's why that's why you never do that
1: <laughs> i don't understand <laughs> i thought you tested everything and developed in production like man no one's <laughs> no one is gonna buy my courses or anything now <laughs> like it was this joker now i have no reason to wear the cowboy hat when i cowboy coat <laughs> <laughs> yes oh, so. so actually speaking sorry wrapping back to uh no. the whole like uh, having a wizard right like there's that that box that shows up, right? When you first do it, that's all like, you know, dismiss, but add your first blog post, add your first whatever. And then people will use that as their like, main tool <laughs> to, to do stuff. And then they accidentally click dismiss and bad things happen. So yeah, I don't know if a wizard would necessarily do it. It's almost like a huge rethink of the entire WordPress, but yeah.
3: It'd be cool if it was an actual wizard.
1: Yes. Oh, yes. It like would be a amazing. real life person <laughs> who's like doing it, <laughs> yeah,
3: like pointy hat, starry robe, Done. staff the whole night. that That'd be cool.
2: <laughs> so there, there are there actually has been some um, work towards a better new user experience. I don't know where they are uh, with that project, um, but I, I do know that they're tr- they are trying to be a little more mindful of that. Uh, I, I think that um, there's a realization that um out of the box it's not just this easy thing like sure five minute install like makes it sound easy but okay now what you've got it installed on your on your server now what do you do like having something like that i know that there are hosts that are trying to um have a a new user experience i think godaddy uh has um a little little added like salt and pepper over the top of uh of like a new install um the salt bay
3: of wordpress (laughs) yeah (laughs)
2: um so to get back on like some misconceptions uh i think that um something that brian kind of brought up earlier is like 11 jillion d plugins on on a site and uh how that could possibly be poor for for some (laughs) just possibly
1: I mean you never know
2: possibly (laughs) Um,
1: it might be okay yeah
2: if if you're if you're running a a ton of plugins it can be bad but in a lot of cases it's the quality of the plugins that really is um is the thing so like if you're running um I've I've seen sites running like 60 plugins (laughs) and I I cringe (laughs) But, I love um,
1: that deep breath that you had to do, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> like nightmares. And, but, but it's for
2: and it's, it's something that like, I kind of have to, to deal with. Cause like, um, you know, you, you see a site running a, a ton of plugins and you're like, well, it's actually, it's, it's on PHP seven, one, it's running quickly. Uh, it's not throwing any errors. It's not doing like, uh, all of this functionality is functionality that uh, the customer wants. Like the site is performing well. Uh, you know, you can see like, okay, if you don't want like this functionality and this functionality, maybe you can get rid of these plugins and it'll make things just a little bit faster. But um, if, if a user has gone through and found good plugins for their site. You know, it doesn't matter if they're running sixty of them or you know five of them. You could find five of the worst plugins and have the worst time <laughs> with them. Find
1: one price. of the worst plugins, right? Like, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. And a plugin could be two lines of code. Like, it doesn't need <laughs> it doesn't need or, to be this huge thing.
2: Or deep sigh sixty plugins and uh, have it run great. Yep. It, it just all depends. For sure. Yeah,
0: important. that's that's definitely a, a misconception that people have about that especially or or the other one is um this theme doesn't have enough functionality in it you know it's like oh mm-hmm. i really need to you know i i i wanted to have this theme that does it, it makes facebook it, it it just spits out of <laughs> facebook and it needs to do all the stuff and um you know now i have to upgrade a plugin. Um, And the plugins baked into the theme. Now, what are you going to do? You know, there's a bunch of those sorts of functionality type things. You you know, you want to have a, you want to have a theme that has the least amount of functionality in there and allow it to just do the presentation side of it and then have all the plugins and whatnot tie into them. So
2: that's, that's a good misconception is the uh, theme authors that think that uh, including uh, a plugin in their theme instead of actually putting it into the plugins directory where it needs to be upgraded. <coughs> Revolution Slider. Um, <laughs> I got a little cough there. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I I, I normally have a, a button to mute what I'm saying or, or mute coughing. Uh, but I, wait for till some the next reason, slide goes by. Once the next slide yeah. goes by. I'll be all right. <laughs>
0: uh. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. I mean, uh, you know, there, there are, um, there are some functionality um, that people have, have written that allow, allow you to install the prerequisite plugins that you need in order to be able to use the, the theme in a way that the, um, that the, the theme designer. Um, you know, wanted it to do, or they just go, Hey, this works with this slider thing, this slider thing, and this other slider thing. And these four other, you know, form, um, you know, form plugins or something that has the correct stylings and everything already built. That's great. Find something like that. But the ones where they just like hard code all their stuff in there, it's like, oh, but don't worry, PayPal, we got PayPal covered. PayPal is built into our theme. Oh, no, don't do that.
2: (laughs) And then then they have uh, two years down the line, they have a three-year-old PayPal library, PHP library in there and haven't updated anything.
0: (laughs) Yep. I see this a lot with YouTube YouTube themes where you'll have a theme that has um, the YouTube API stuff all built into the theme and you're like, oh, that's great. Uh, you know, you just, you just put in your key and you're good to go or you log in to YouTube and it pulls in all your
1: videos and stuff. That's gonna work for about a week. <laughs> <laughs> Be great, and, and- I guess it would work well if the theme author indefinitely supported it, but which I guess could happen with plugins too, right? You could have a YouTube yep. API plugin and it stops working, so.
2: Right, but instead of yeah. having to change just a plugin, you have to change a whole theme. That yeah. becomes way more uh, a massive <laughs> headache. And and I I kind of get where theme developers are coming from, where they're trying to do the whole decisions not options thing. Um, but on the same hand, like in that case, options might be better.
1: Yeah, here's a, actually just thought of a misconception. So one that a lot of people will come to the WordPress meetup because they think they need to use WordPress to say, I don't know, sell their book or sell their photos, you know, or something like that. And I'll actively tell them like, no, you know, you're just starting, you're good with the default, set up Shopify, set up, you know, something else that, you know, they can maintain it. You just type in your credit card and put in the website URL you want and you're done. <laughs> um, so yeah, that that might be I think it's that's you know with the advent of Squarespace and Wix that's becoming less of a thing, but um, Yeah, just a lot of people thinking they they need WordPress <laughs> or they just hear the word WordPress and they're just stuck on that But <laughs> lose sight of the actual goal right,
3: they... but it might not actually be the thing that they need.
1: Yeah, they just what is your goal? You want to sell your thing? Okay, cool <laughs> You could you could set it up on eBay or you could whatever, you know, you don't even need your own website necessarily Yeah
0: it's true. I guess another one would be that if you're trying to do a site that has a social media, you know, some type of uh, uh, social media groups type thing or something into it and you also want to sell clothing, but then you also want to do this other thing having like all of those under that, you know, and, and the plugins aren't coded correctly. So they're not (laughs) like isolating stuff based on the, the type of thing that's happening on the site. You could essentially have all of the code running on the social media part of the site that's being used to be able to, to sell the stuff that shows up on, you know, that you're trying to sell on the site that also does all your video playing stuff all at the same time. So now you've just complicated everything because you threw all these things into one basket. (laughs) It's like a marketing problem, (laughs) less than a WordPress problem. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Like don't put that much functionality all into one single WordPress install. I mean either breaks up stuff up, or like you're talking about square, you know, using something like Shopify. You can have your blog on your website use your blog on your website and then use Shopify on, on the, you know, on a secondary piece to it and okay. jump between the two of them or something.
2: Yep. Exactly. The the best and the worst thing about WordPress is it can be anything you want it to be.
3: Yes, absolutely. It's kind of like how long is a piece of string? <laughs>
0: You Absolutely. have to hear that all the time though, Sarah, in the, in the designer meetup where you have folks that maybe aren't, um, very tech savvy, but they're, they're very design savvy mm-hmm. and now they're wanting to build a website. I mean, you, you have to come across that quite a bit in your meetup, right?
3: Yeah. I mean, I was talking to, you know, I was talking to one person who had a really for a website and you know, I'm like, okay, well talk to me a little bit about what, what you're trying to do here. Uh, and you know, they're like, "Well, I wanted to do this, this, and this, and this, and and then it does this other thing. And like you know what that makes perfect sense to me. And you know you're gonna you're, you know I've got you know a number of developers that I can recommend that would help you. Press. So can it just do it? I'm like well, right. it can do it. Somebody has to create that solution for you,
1: right, yeah.
0: Yes. Yeah, that, that, that recipe may may require a little not just uh, pouring a few things in there, but also like actually, you know, having somebody who knows what they're doing to um to to cook it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that comes yeah, up well, all the
3: time. <laughs> yeah, I mean, after you know what what is this now? 15 years of WordPress this year. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the the chances are really good that you know if you have an idea for something, somebody's probably made a plugin to do it you know, if that plugin only covers 80% and, you know, your, you know, the, the main part of the functionality you need is that mystery 20%, you know, <laughs> it, it, it actually makes more sense most of the time to make a new plugin and not use the existing software.
1: That's why I added a custom template functionality to my shortcode plugin because <laughs> it's like, you can add so many options that change the order and add this and add that. But at the end of the day, most of the time, it's like, oh, I want it exactly here. and. I want this to have this size font. I'm like, yeah, you know, yeah. <laughs> create yeah, your own template. Guys, Here's how. <laughs>
3: have fun. Yeah, because with with uh, early adopters, I think they're much more used to the idea that you know, oh, I'm going to be working with something that's not quite perfect yet. Yeah. And and at this point, people are like, no, like I want this to be my vision. Why isn't it my vision?
1: Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, my plugin's perfect, but yeah, I can understand the ones <laughs> <thing>. <laughs> <laughs> being less so. <laughs>
2: Yeah, yeah I mean I would, like
3: come on I would never do anything. I'll <laughs> pretend that I did
2: not hear you say uh-oh when I started talking about Tide yeah <laughs> I don't know what you're talking
1: about
2: yeah uh, it was Tide Pods so you're fine wait is this recorded yeah <laughs> how did all these people get in my living room <laughs> yeah we're room <in> my... <laughs>
0: Awesome. Well, folks, thank you very much for hanging out with us and talking a little bit about WordPress. I, um, all the myths and misconceptions and everything that happens with WordPress. So, uh, thank you very much for being on the show, hanging out with us and talking all about that. You can go over to our website at WPWarCore.com and click on the links there to subscribe. If you're interested in subscribing to this content, we have a bunch of ways to do it. Go over to WPWarCore.com slash subscribe. That's where you could find all the information there. Um, show notes and everything else will be up on the website, but feel free to go take a look at all the links and all the things that we're talking about. And that's about it. Talk to y'all later. You have a good rest of your day. Bye.